Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Podcast Network Asia. It's episode 150 of Two Nine Rider. Uh, huh? and... Ganda. Parang Hawaiian Five O. Nayon ko lang nalaman na 150. This is our 150th oh, oh. episode, man. Ganda. So, congrats. Uh, thank you, thank you. And we've got. Um, well, it, we're going to be talking about something quite serious. Um, and this was this show was brought to. Um, the idea behind this show was brought to us by a good friend of ours, Mark Sung. Um, and he felt the need, and I, I agree, and I don't know why we never thought about doing this, no? um, to bring and highlight what you do when shit hits the fan and you're on a motorcycle. So to help us and to educate uh, Buck and myself, see, Aris alam na niya to, eh. We've got uh, our good buddy, Johnny Oi, who's been on the show before. Hey, Johnny. Hi. Good evening, Sariba. Good evening, uh, Sir Aris, Moto Chismis, Bro Back. Good evening, Sayang Wala si Maki. Good evening, Sir Samarita Maki. Pag-usapan natin si Maki habang wala siya. <laughs> Parang siya kardo. No? Pag, na, pag uh, walang nakakardo, yun yung pinag, uh, yun ang pulutan. <laughs> so I had the pleasure and, and Aris and Mackie as well had the pleasure of riding with Johnny and um, in our Negros ride 
with uh, that was brought to us by the Tourism Promotional Board, uh, sila Sir Cesar, Philippine Moto Tourism. And it was my first time to ride with someone like Johnny. No? And it blew me away. No, seriously. I mean, Johnny is incredibly humble, but he's been saving lives for over three decades. Uh, he's a volunteer firefighter. He's a volunteer EMT. And he's also a teacher, which is great. Uh, and that's why he's here. But Johnny, what was your role, Ulit, in, in our ride in Negros? Uh, ako yung uh, team medic para ganun, di ba? In case something happened, uh, I'm the one who's going to treat uh, the patient, okay? Kung may naaksidente. Anyway, that's the reason why I always at the back. Nasa likod ako lagi. And it wasn't just uh, medical emergencies. If you got a flat tire, if your tambucho <laughs> fell off, si Johnny was there to help out pa rin. And not only after the, you know, that thing happens, sasamahan pa ka, sasamahan ka pa ni Johnny to get it fixed. I know, beyond, sobrang blown away by this guy, man. Sarap kasama sa motor si Johnny. Uh, thank you, thank you. But uh, we have to, kasi we're trying to ano, preempt the accident. Kaya kailangan samahan until okay na yung motor, etc. Ngayon. Ah, so yun ang logic. If there's something wrong with your bike, that could impact your physical health. It, exactly. it could cause an accident, not just for you, but for the people you're with. So that's part of it. It's, it's a complete package. Galing. Yep. Lang yun, Kaya I have to accompany Maki hanggang sa pagpalit niya ng, ng tire. Kasi wala kang tiwala kay Maki. Napapalit niya. Napapalit trip niya and then suddenly pumutok ng tire. So, mahirap na. At least nandun tayo. The best medicine is preventive. Yes. Also with us tonight, we've got Alex Deacon. Uh, Alex Deacon is one of the big bosses in Lifeline 16911. And Alex, hey. can you... Buck just went through the course uh, that you guys provide at Lifeline and I think, Johnny, you were also trained, or you know the people who do the training in Lifeline uh, yeah. six, 16911? Uh, some of them. Uh, sa LSTI, sa school nila, Deacon. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Alex, can you tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing? And holler if you want me to throw up the slides. Yeah, well, uh, thank you guys first uh, so much for having me. Uh, first time on a podcast, so I might be a little rusty. Or not even rusty, might be a little off, but... Thank you for having me. Nice to see you, Tita Ari. It's been a long, been a long time. Yeah, good to see you, Ari. <laughs> so yeah, um, at Lifeline, um, do we have time to throw up the slides now, or yeah, we can do that later? Yeah, if you could do that now, just give you a little brief, brief background. So, uh, so again, I'm Alex from Lifeline One Six Nine on One. If you go to the next slide, Lifeline is actually the largest uh, private emergency medical provider in the Philippines. So what we mean by that is that we are all pre-hospital, all EMS, emergency medical services. Uh, if you could go to the very next slide. So we've actually been in business. This is our 28th year. And over this time, we've saved over 400,000 lives. Just to give you guys a little bit of context, we typically do anywhere between 1,000 to 1,500 emergencies every single month. So we're, we keep our hands pretty busy over here. And with that, we have the most fleet, um, we're the fastest in terms of reliability, and we're trying to just be the highest standard for EMS in the Philippines. And this is nationwide? 
it's actually not nationwide, which is what a problem that we're trying to solve by expanding. So right now we actually only operate in NCR as well as surrounding areas like Antipolo, um, Rizal, um, Bulacan, some parts of Cavite, some parts of Laguna. Hopefully in the coming years, we'll be able to expand, but I'm sure you guys know, just logistically being able to get that many vehicles on the road is tough, man. 7,000 islands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We'll hire you guys as uh, emergency bike responders. <laughs> oh, two, two of the guys here are trained now. Exactly. That, that's, that's most of the people. If you could go to the, the next slide really quick. So again, just to show you the amount of... This is just in NCRs. We have over 50 ambulances as well as 30 different locations and over 300 nurses, EMDs, and doctors who are all being who are all able to be mobilized within seconds after you make your call. And with this, if you go to the next side, our ambulances, they're not like your typical ones. We, they're cars, but they're actually more like trucks on wheels. These are, these are Ford E350, so they're the larger models, and they have full, they're fully specced out, they're fully decked out. And we consider them a full emergency room on wheels. Now, what we consider pretty good or pretty a big selling point about Lifeline is that we actually train our own staff. And with this, as Johnny mentioned, we have our own Lifeline EMS Academy. If you go to the next slide, this is actually the people who we've just graduated from our EMT batch. So we teach our full EMTs. It's about an eight-week classroom course and then a full eight weeks of on-the-job training. And in here, these... Uh, these Lifeline students are trained on all the basic EMTB requirements that are up to full international standards. But what we also do, which is what Buck did and what we offered the civilians, is our first aid and basic life support courses. Johnny, did noticed, you do like the eight-week one? Or what course did you do? The eight-week uh, yeah. one. EMT, EMT basic. Wow. EMT uh, how, long ago, how long ago did you do that, sir? Uh, Pre-pandemic, sir. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Pre-pandemic, but I'm an I'm an instructor for PHA, Philippine Heart Association. I'm a certified instructor, so Great. we do BLS there. You're saving lives, yeah. man. You're teaching more people how to save lives. <laughs> well, uh, tagal ng ginagawa, sir. I'm superhero natin. Exactly. But what we uh, what we realized after this is that we we can do the first aid training all we want, but for a lot of people, it's just not top of mind. And if you go to the next slide, what we tried to look at was starting a first aid Whoa. training specific to schools, specific to students. And this is all the same. Our first aid course is the same as any first aid course that you'll go to. We try to have the best trainers that we can possibly have, but the content is the same because it's an international standard. You're talking about heart attacks, talking about strokes, how to recognize the heat stroke, how to deal with... Wrapping wounds, wrapping, you know, sprained ankles, things of that sort. But we wanted to make it more for kids and more with things that they're familiar with. So instead of just saying a sprain, we'll say, what if you have a sports injury? What if you sprain your ankle playing basketball? Things of that sort. And when we were going over this with our trainers and our, the people in our academy, a lot of them are riders also. And they were saying, if we could do this for schools, why can we not? Why can't we offer the same specialized training to riders as well? Because I think you had the same experience with when you rode with Johnny for the first time. You wanted him to be there. 
Oh yeah, yeah. every ride now. Even if I'm just gonna buy pandesal, I'm like, yeah. hey, guys, are you free? Yeah, you, you, you want them there, and that's a that's a universal experience. If you go to the next slide, what we're trying to do now is launch bike ride as well, because our EMTs they're all riders as well. They all join their ride clubs, and it's the same thing. They always want one of them to be there because they feel more protected, they feel more safe, and there has to be a way where we can do that. And we can share that and we can spread that knowledge around to everyone. And with the goal of having at least one rider in your ride club who knows what to do in the case of an emergency, who knows basic first aid, who knows how to call for help, and who can just be there, who can be the point person for that. So at Lifeline, that's what we're trying to do now, offer specialized uh, first aid training for riders. That's very nice, Alex. You know, uh, I mean, we should advocate that uh, every motorcycle club here in the Philippines should have one first train aid uh, first aid uh, trained rider uh, I, I, I remember talking to one of the senators I think that was Senator JV I told him I uh, if he could you know sponsor a bill uh, requiring every household to have at least one uh, first aid trained guy because, you know, here, uh, yung, yung, yung oras means a lot, di ba? Pagka nadidelay yung yeah. response, eh lalong nagiging complicated yung problem. Uh, can I ask you, Alex and Johnny, the basic training for first aid response, how long does it take? I mean, very basic lang, parang not so complicated. Pero just to attend to one guy who collapsed here for probably heat stroke or... Uh, nagkaroon ng anong tawag doon yung sa yung sa attack ng epilepsy so what do you do uh, ano yung how long does it take how, how long how do we apply if we want to have every motorcycle club to one to, to have at least one ano it's that ano, Ma- ano Aris Aris hindi ka kasi sumasama sa mga meeting eh si Bak nag-train na oh <laughs> actually nag-train na train na ako pare ha even sa Motor Clyde it doesn't take long eh it doesn't take long oh, it, doesn't oh, yeah. it doesn't take long sir it doesn't yes, take yes. long at Lifeline our course is just one day yeah yeah it's a full nine hours um Buck when you got there did you arrive at around 8 8am to 9am yeah. I assume oh and I suggest, yeah. hey. alimbawa ang ano, may na-train kayo, pare. Di ba, you give them certificates? Make them, ano, di ba? Yes. Eligible. Eligible, I mean. Pare, why don't you give patches <laughs> sa mga riders na first aid trade? So, we would know who to approach. Alimbawa, may sumalpok, nakai- ano, I've seen a lot of, you know, accident victims, nakahiga lang sakali, walang gumagalaw, nauuna pa yung binibidyo sila eh. And so humiliating. Maganda nga nandito sila Alex and Johnny. I, I, I congratulate the 29 rider team. For for once we have sensible guests, no? This is very important. This is very important. Sensible guests. This is Pero Alex, you know why? Yeah. Sasagutin ko yung tanong mo. Baka lang, ha? baka lang. Uh, because dito sa atin sa Pilipinas, we don't have this, uh, what they call as uh, uh, good Samaritan law. So they might be held liable in case something happened kapag pinakilaman nila. No, uh, parang hindi maganda yun eh. E paano kung ka... Ayan, uh, I mean, 
I mean, diba, uh, the the first thing they have to do is call 911. That's it. And then to stabilize the patient, wala namang ano, wala namang gagalaw doon basta-basta. But pero I I say they might be I believe Johnny part of your training is giving them confidence to attend to the bit. Ah, yeah, oh, pero good yeah. thing naman dito sa Pilipinas, uh, we're not like a uh, different country. Diba? Yeah. different country kasi medyo sensitive sila sa ganyan. Pagka hindi mo pasyente, wag mo pakialaman. Yeah, yeah. Sa atin naman hindi, hindi naman ganoon. Kaya nga even though we don't have this good Samaritan law, even though nasa Congress na yan, na-file na yung bill na yan, but still, hindi pa naman pumapasa. Pero hopefully, right. this this Congress pumasa. Okay. Let, let's decouple the question. Okay, so one, how difficult, and, and let's throw Aris's question and include Buck, how difficult, how expensive is it to get trained? Uh, Alex? Um, well, for the Lifeline course, it's uh, priced at 1000 It's uh, It's a... We consider that a reasonable price. Yeah. Our goal is to try and train as many people as possible. So we we we'd rather spread it out over a large population than try and, you know, just milk a few. Yeah. And anyone can do it. You don't need a prerequisite skill. You don't need any type of, you know, medical experience. It's supposed to just be you can walk in. We do it every Saturday in our training center in Makati and you can just spend the whole day there, learn how to perform CPR, learn how to use an AED, learn all these basic skills. And then hopefully just leave with the confidence that if something happens, you know what to do and you know who to call. And this is like, this is the biker guard uh, product you guys will be offering or is it a standard course? It's separate. It's different from that. Uh, the standard course is what we do every Saturday. So that's just the, the basic one. As we get more biker groups and we have, have more ride clubs and everything like that, as more of these people start coming in, that's when we can start going and organizing groups, uh, group efforts and hopefully get a bunch of riders in at one time and do these specific courses for you guys. So wh- where's God. the venue, Alex? Where's the venue of yours? Uh, the uh, the <laughs> Lifeline <laughs> Academy. I mean, interested to join. Life skill, life skill. Then also, in, uh, guys, I'm willing to help, you know, spread out the word. If you training, kayo, yeah. let us know. We'll, we'll post We'll put it some more to chismis. I mean, it's it's very helpful. Ang ang country natin pare, uh, alam niyo yung health dito, yung healthcare, it's so it's so low. Eh kaya nakikita mo yeah. kaming ano, poor health conditions nandiyan nagkalat sa kali eh. And what do we do? We just watch them, watch them, you know, run out of breath. Diba tulungan natin. Yeah. Uh, I think you guys have ano, a mission here. Tulong-tulong tayo, di ba? Especially for the community. Alam mo, maganda iba. Pag merong ano, motorcycle, uh, big big gatherings, big meet, announce na, pwede kayo mag-lecture doon. Di ba? Or ano ba yan? Pwede ko siya. Yeah. The basic one. The basic one. You know, Johnny, Johnny, to tell you the truth. Yes, sir. When you mm-hmm. rode with us, uh, sa ba tayo? Mindoro? Mindoro or Cebu? Cebu. Cebu, Cebu. Yeah, riding with one of you guys just like riding with a guardian angel. Are, we have, oh, grabe ka. Yeah, yeah, we have peace of mind. We have peace uh-huh. of mind pag meron dyan. Tsaka siyempre si the, the expert mechanics like uh, Ping, uh, Pingoy Roa. Si Pingoy. Are, at least kayo pag may kasama kang ganyan eh. Diba? So, uh, we're hoping na dumami yung ranks nyo. Mag-multiply kayo. Yan. Diba? So definitely, yeah. actually, 
let's do a two nine rider um, motorcycle aid. first aid uh, yeah. certification course. Yeah, we'll help you with this. Yeah, yeah, we, we'd but, love we'd love uh, to host you guys. But you know what, Bosiba, Sheriba, our group have this what you call motomedic. Yun, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they yeah. are they are a medic on wheels. I, I think because we, uh, I think Johnny meron yung angkas niya ni, di ba? Hindi ko lang alam ano nangyari. They were trained. Yeah. Pero iba kasi yung motomedic na may gamit talaga. Ah, yeah, yun. Oh, iba usapan yun. Di ba? Yeah. Ibang usapan yun. I mean, may gamit talaga siya. We have uh, uh, the FEPAG or Fire Emergency Paramedic Groups and then yung Apollo Medic, uh, Apollo EMS. Mga volunteer groups yan, ah, mga volunteer groups. Uh, they spend their own money para mag-invest ng gamit since may motor naman sila. So they responded sa mga traffic situation kapag kami nangyaring aksidente. And then pagdating, ng, pagdating nila ron, treat nila patient. So pag treat nila patient, saka lang darating ambulansya, kakarga na lang. So yun yung purpose nun. Kung si Johnny Guardian Angel, si Buck, since trained na siya ni, nila Alex at Lifeline. Pwede na, pwede na. Guardian Devil yan. Uh, so Guardian Devil Buck. <laughs> In the yeah. basic, ano, the the certific, uh, certification course that you took, what are the things that you learned that can be implemented for riders? Marami. Lahat. Halos lahat. Okay, done. So, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, what, like, I mean, nakita mo, you, you broke your hand recently, man. Like, did you no, use it? Inayos ko really? ko. <laughs> mas mahal daw ang ano eh mas mahal daw ang flaring eh <laughs> but seriously but mas- you broke your hand what did you do what did you, you were able to implement immediately what you learned a week later right what real world application have you ever felt like you needed to take your life to the next level if yes then go ahead and check out my podcast called Small Talk with Alec Cuenca. Allow me to share with you wisdom by ancient philosophers and modern thinkers partnered with practical science-driven advice. All of that and more only here on Podcast Network Asia. Number one, stabilize mo sarili mo hanggang makapacheck up ka. I think uh, we'll strike a, a good deal here. Yeah. I know see Alex Deakin doesn't ride yet, eh, di ba? Actually, I've, I'm not a big rider. I've ridden before. Just small, like, scooters, though. I did a... I can't remember the name of the course, but I went with Mark, actually. Mark uh, Soong? With dirt bike. Mark? In, in Tanai. I forget the name of the ah, place. Ah, okay, Coach Mel. Ah. Yeah, yes. yes Mel yes. Ah, okay. Yes, okay. exactly. Trail so I bike. did that. So you ride. And then I also used... I, I wouldn't say ride. I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect anyone here. You guys are all seasoned riders, but I've, I've I know my way. I know the basic. Mas kaya bisikleta ride din yun. Mas dalawa gulong. Mas delikado ng bisikleta. Mark Sumisiro, nagko-comments. Okay. Going. Ano, to... Gusto ko ng ano next ano next year sa summer. Gagawa ko na sarili kong course yung Mototuli. <laughs> Mototuli. Clinic on wheels. Oh. Kaya akin yung Mototuli, eh. pero walang S yung sa'yo. 
motutuli. <laughs> Alright, so no, going back, back, it was a full day, you know, and sobrang sulit na yung 1,000 and yung 9 hours na, ano, because literally, yeah. a week later, you <laughs> fell and you broke your hand, right? You're like, I know what's going on. Honestly, I, I was trained also, but this was like 10 years ago when we did like uh, 19 days and 6,600 kilometers with Silatoto. But oh, wow. all I remember from that training was if it isn't bleeding a lot, don't worry about it. You can wait for the next day. <laughs> Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> like in hitting a major artery and it's just broken, no matter how badly broken it is, it's painful, but you it's won't survive. die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> John, Sir Johnny, is that correct? Is that the right way to, to treat that? Pwede. <laughs> 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 Actually, it happened. Uh, sa, ano rin, sa tourism uh, uh, promotion board, Pisa Mindoro, one of our, uh, one of our rider, babae siya, he fell on his he fell on her bike as uh, she fell on her bike and then uh tinamaan yung ano niya yung nabagsakan yung paa niya so there's some Sarang guy there na. parang oh there's some guy there parang uh, dinasalan <laughs> tapos biglang hinatak so yo ayun oh. medyo napasama ron but eventually naiuwi pa naman niya yung bike niya all the way from Mindoro to Manila so <laughs> same thing Pero, pero may bali when fractured din, metatarsal. Tinamaan yung metatarsal niya, basag din. So, yeah. ayun. Wow. Okay, going... Ano lang, puro, puro, ano lang, puro, sorry ah, puro, tawag dito, pain reliever lang. <laughs> puro, buti walang dahon. <laughs> Wala naman. Dinasalan eh. <laughs> so, I mean, in the metro, traffic is horrible. You rarely get the kind of accidents you see abroad, no? Like in in the U.S., where people are traveling at ridiculous speeds, yeah. And you need like really, you need to send in like a, a helicopter or a, no. So I really believe that this entry, this basic uh, first aid training, can really help people. Uh, can really save lives. Now, what are the com- most common types of motor? Like Johnny just came from saving someone today. <laughs> a friend who got into a motorcycle accident. What are the most common oh types God. of motorcycle accidents uh, that, that happen in the Philippines that you guys have seen? And what are like the different things that you guys can do to train people to, to be the solution, to help out? Go for it, Johnny. Let us know what you see in the field. Yeah, sarin uh, kasi, boss. The problem is for example, as I live in Quezon City, yung road dito, road conditions dito sa Commonwealth, grabe. I mean, uh, even though they have this, what you call it, motorcycle lane. But then again, yung motorcycle lane, eh, magugulat ka, malilipat dito sa kabila. So the road condition, I mean, uh, kawawa, I mean, kawawa yung motor mo kapag dumaan ka eh. Waga, holy land, you know? Holy. <laughs> <laughs> so, usually, the road conditions, and then, of course, katulad sabi ni, ni Sir, Sir Aris doon sa interview niya, they have to be trained. Maraming kamoteng rider talaga. No? So, nakakuha lang ng license, pagawa sa fixer, 
So, yun ang problema. So, iba talaga yung na-train. I've been riding bikes since I'm in college. Pero iba yung na-train ako eh. Yung nag-train ako sa with HPG, Tiger, iba, ang layo. Akala ko marunong na ako doon. But when I train, wow, ang layo. Iba, iba. Iba talaga. So, you have to train talaga sa puntong yun. I mean, you have to, to be ready rin. And aside from train sa pagmomotor, maganda na rin na train sa, sa first aid, sa BLS. Huh? So, yan. Importante-importante yan. It's a life skill. Yan. So, again, going, I, I, I can see Johnny's philosophy now. No? Increasing your skill as a rider will prevent you getting hurt. And that will prevent uh, you needing someone to to come in and and be like a first aid uh, no, no, uh, yeah. expert or calling for help. Now, maganda yung point ni Lim Owen. Let me bring that up. Motomedic is a good idea. I'm a first aider. And whenever I encounter an accident on the way while riding my bike, I stabilize the patient and call an ambulance. So when the ambulance arrives, they just have to load and go. Now, here's my, my stupid question. I did the first aid training, but honestly, I don't know what the steps are. I'm, forget about first aid, right? Let's say um, I get into an accident or some buck. Well, no, hopefully it's me because buck will be the one to do the, the work. No, and I'll, I'll ho- hopefully be out of it. But let's say somebody gets to, into an accident, you see it. What are the first things you got to do? Well, I think the first thing you have to do, correct me if I'm wrong, Sajani, but it's just stabilize, stabilize the patient. Make sure they're okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, but first thing first, you have to check the place if it's safe. Yeah. The, just, do you do the same thing? Yeah. Yes. Do you do the same thing? The, hey, hey, you're okay? Is that the same? Uh... The same thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Technically, make yes. Sure, uh, make sure that the scene yeah. is clear. Make sure all of that is good. If it's safe, and then begin and then your basic. The yeah, so first, exactly. assess the, the situation, surroundings. Make sure there's no train coming or a, a big yeah. truck. <laughs> make sure there anything like okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next step is: Do you call for help at that point, or like do you do you call an ambulance, or do you like go to the person now and do the hey hey thing? It honestly depends on the severity first of how, of what it is. If it's something that you think that you can triage or treat there, if it's like a, a basic dislocation, a basic sprain, it might not be something that needs an emergency straight or needs an ambulance straight away. But obviously, if it's something a little more, a little more serious, then the main goal of the first aid training is just to know who to call straight away, not to panic, and just understand, okay, if this is going on, I know that I can call this number. I know that in this area, this company is available. This company has an ambulance service here. Okay. So one, assess the situation. Two, secure the area. And then find out the level of the injury, I guess. Yeah. Correct me from wrong, Sajani. Usually, it's you have to secure the area first. And then assess the patient. And then uh, call, uh, uh, call for help which is uh, you can ask the bystander to call for help since you're treating the patient. So if uh, 
if you if you see the patient, you have to stabilize it first. So when you assess it, so if it's bleeding, you have to control the bleeding. The same thing uh, if it's katulad uh, ng ginawa ni Sir Bak, di ba? If it's if it's a possible fracture, let's say possible fracture, uh, you have to put a splint on it, di ba? Parang ganun, stabilize yeah. lang ang patient talaga. And then we have to wait for the ambulance. So yun yung sinasabi ni Sir Owen. Uh, treat the patient first, and then when the ambulance got uh, got to the to the scene of the accident, they just load it na lang. Pag turn over mo sa sa ambulance, ilo-load na lang, and then go na kagat. So that's the purpose of the motomedic as well, di ba? Quick response, ika nga. Yeah. I have a question Perfect. for you guys. I, I see the medics saying something to the victims, eh. I think to calm them down and probably assess the situation. Ano yung usually first words nyo na binibigay sa kanila, tinatanong, when you, yung first encounter nyo sa kanila? Uh, usually, papakilala mo na kami. Yes. Na we are a medic. So, pag nagpakilala Hi, kami... Hi guys! Yeah. I'm Johnny Uy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, parang gano'n, no? I'm a trained medic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, what Asa is it? One by one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, para to, siyempre, mas may feeling of ano sila. Secure sila. Yeah. Parang kayo, pagkabiyahe yes. natin, dahil may kasama yes. kami medic. Yeah. So, may feeling of security ka. So, pagkapakilala mo sa kanila, then you have to tell them what you're going to do para hindi rin sila magulat. Yes. Di ba? Mm-hmm. You have to, kumbaga, step by step, if you're going to treat their their wounds, oh, lalagyan ko ng tubig to, ah. Yeah. Kasi baka biglang magulat siya. Tubig lang to, hindi alcohol to. <laughs> I have to tell them. <laughs> have to tell para, them. Yeah, to tell them na rin. Especially if they're conscious, di ba? If uh, nakakausap po rin, at least alam mo, they are conscious at uh, hindi sila... Ah, uh, parang tulala, no? So, parang gano'n. Umaabot ba sa point okay. na pinapagalitan nyo sila na, ano ba, tatanga-tanga ka, kaya ka sumempl lang, eh. <laughs> Usually yan sa mga laseng. Yeah, ayan, oo. Oh, <laughs> pag, pag laseng ang pasyente namin, alcohol ang lialagay namin. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Mark Song has a question here. Because, syempre, gusto niya mag-shopping. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you guys give a suggestion on like a curated first aid kit, trauma kit, uh, Johnny Oyen and, and Alex? Now, and um, my assumption here is if somebody's gone through the basic training, um, like Buck, what should they bring? And maybe Johnny, you can kind of walk us through. Like you brought a ton of stuff in your GS for us. Thankfully, <laughs> we didn't have to use it. But what are exactly. the things that you bring on the daily, like an everyday carry? And what are the things you'd bring on a long ride? Actually, daily yan. Nasa top box. What? Ko. Alaman lang ng top box ko. Yes. Alaman Pero, lang ng top box ko. Pero, yung cruiser? Ay, yung cruiser. That's why I have a leg rig. Ito. Oh. This is what I bring. Yan. It's a leg rig. But for one to two patient ka lang to. Zoom ko sa kay Johnny. And then... Yeah, 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 very yeah. important. This is my leg rig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... What's inside? This is what I bring pag naka-cruiser ako. So, what's in it? mga gamit ko. Medyo marumi. Yeah, <laughs> uh, usually, usually is to treat uh, open wounds, yung mga abrasion, di ba? Pag mayroon kang abrasion, yung mga... Uh, ang ginagamit naman natin, di ba? Siyempre, povidone iodine, which is yung betadine, pang linis. Then, uh, tawag ito, uh, you have this ga- goals, goals pad, 
no? So yung mga yun ang ginagamit para sa mga usual na na abrasion lang naman, mga sugat lang naman. Ikang uh, yeah. gasgas, that's what they call it, gasgas. And then uh, siguro may konting teramaisin, etc. para antiseptic in a way, di ba? Para hindi mag uh, ma tawag dito. Mm, marumihan, etc. or ma ma-protection din yung patient. Do you also bring like um, yung mga steroidal, topical, whatever? Do you bring pain meds? Actually, I even have ano, burn ointment. Eh. Wow, you're complete. So, part, part yun kasi bumbero ako. Eh. So, kadalasan, pagka in case na uh, usually, most of them are ano rin, kapwa bumbero rin. O kaya yung mga nandidikit. Alam mo, ang daming nagiging biktima ng cruiser ko. Nadikit sa tambucho. Sunog, lapno sa balagay lang. Kaya pala may dalakang ganyan. Oo. Hindi, kasi maraming yung ano, sumasakay. Biglang sumasakay na lang. Ay, mainit pa yung tambucho. Parang, parang... Lapno sa leg nila. Maka-chicks yan, ha? Doon po nagsimula mag-medic si, ano, si Johnny Uy. <laughs> Partly, yes. Okay, so, Alex, what are your recommendations? Um, well, everything that Johnny said is basically... It's basically what you should keep in there as long as you have, you know, your basic sterile dressing. So any type of things that you put on wounds, bandages, gauze pads. Though we have to make sure you have things, you know, like tweezers, scissors, things like that. So all the basics. And we actually do make at Lifeline first aid kits. And oh. if you guys would be interested, we could come up with something. We haven't made it yet, but we could work uh, with our team and make something specific for, for riders. Oh, that would be awesome. We could do a two nine rider lifeline first aid kit. Yeah, just for you guys, what what kind of things do you like, or what what works on a bike? Because obviously it's different type of bags and first aid kits we normally have. Some something that we can squeeze into our backpack. Because we travel light, Alex. Eh. I mean, make it, yeah, make, exactly. Make, make it very basic and uh, something that doesn't expire uh, early. May mga gamot ata na nag-expire early. And yung talaga yeah, yan yan. You show what's inside. Yeah. Yung parang So yeah, yan. Yan, medyo malinis-linis pa tong isa <laughs> nakatabi lang. So may more comfort tape. <laughs> yeah. uh, so kumpleto ka. You have to be you have to have PPE also of course. You have to protect yourself also. Yeah. Yung yeah. importante rin. Yeah, lalo na ngayon. The gloves. The gloves. Oh, lalo na ngayon. Yeah. Syempre pinaka-importante oh. Eh. Oh, ano ano pinaka-importante band aid. <laughs> Yeah. Usually, mga sugat-sugat. Yeah. Yeah, so, microport tape to, to, to dress uh, ano, with uh, yeah. uh, ghost pad, etc. So, ito yung mga... Wala bang mga, yeah, wala bang mga gamot dyan para sa emotions? <laughs> Actually, gamot kailangan din. Yung mga basic medicine. Yeah. Meron din ako dyan. Alam ni Sir Ivo yan. I have those. Oh. Mga usual na methanamic, mga... Yeah, importante sa pagra-ride, loperamide. Yeah, yeah, okay. Iba, bibigay ako sa'yo medicine, mamaya. Ako, pahingi. Now, the older you get, honestly, the first thing I did when we got invited to do that that ride with Johnny was I went to Mercury. And I got paracetamol, I got bonamine, <laughs> I got... Because <laughs> the older you get, you're like, I need meds. I got, diba may kasama uh, tayo ride, sa ride natin, babae, nangailangan oh. loperamide? Oh, you know, inubos niya. <laughs> <laughs> Grabe. Para, para sa nilo, pero mind. Ano yun? 
LDM boss. Eh, ikwento ko lang ha. Uh, you know, you, you know. Ay, wala akong binabanggit. Sir, sir, uh, sir, uh, sir, wala akong binabanggit. Dede. Dede, nakita dito. Ikwento ko lang guys na I, I had an uh, horrible accident I think six years ago. Naka-experience ako sumakay ng ambulance eh. Isakay, hindi pala sumakay. Isinakay nila ako. They took me in. Pare, it's a barangay ambulance. As in, well, mayroon siyang tatak sa labas. But I thank these guys ha, for saving me. Don't get me wrong. I'm still grateful to these people. They're from Santa Rosa, Laguna. And they were quick. Ang problema lang, you, you, you listen, Alex. Alex Dickin. Oh, run out. Every time, every time I see your, ano, your, your ambulance, your lifeline, ang na-imagine ko, it's a five-star hotel eh. Pare, yeah, yeah. You tell us what's inside. That, what's inside? Parang sabi ko, ang layo nito sa barangay, ano? Barangay ambulance yes, at POLF. Yeah. Mga... But I, you know, <laughs> eh, talagang ganun. Siguro, talagang yun lang ang budget ng mga LGU. But seeing this lifeline ambulance, sabi ko, dapat ito, eh. Dapat ito yung, ano. So you tell us what you yeah. have inside. Dapat ganun ang standard. Yes, oo. Walang bababa doon, <laughs> yeah. pare. Diba? Oh, government ano, yeah. government facility dapat mataas standard. Yo, so yeah. Alex. Well, yeah, first first and foremost, yeah, we always like to acknowledge the work of the the EMTs who work in those barangay ambulances who work in the LGUs. Those guys are just as qualified as any EMTs most of the time. Again, just like you said, it's typically just the time the kind of budget that the barangay has. But when we look at a lifeline ambulance, we pride ourselves, as mentioned earlier, as being a full emergency room on wheels. So I think you can just see, just looking at this photo, is it's it's a lot more well-equipped than your typical ambulance. We actually have around a 98% success rate in stabilizing the patient, regardless of the accident, if they come on board, 98% of the time, they'll make it to a hospital to be able to be treated. We rarely ever lose patients inside here and that's because all our ambulances are fully als equipped which is advanced life support so they all come with defibrillators ecgs aeds as well as a full crew of either nurses or emts that can provide no, the full stabilization AED? sorry what's AEDs? an AED? yeah that's uh the heart starters right so ah. no automatic na defibrillator defibrillator johnny may dala ka bang ganyan? Feeling ko... Wala, wala, wala. Ang mahal yan! Ang mahal yan, boss. Presyo ng motor yun. Presyo ng motor. Hindi lang basta motor. Those things are expensive. They add up. I think to just to equip the ambulance costs almost a million per ambulance just in the the equipment. Wow. Wow. And Even the gurney, the gurney itself is just around 250,000 already. You, you know, Alex, striker uh, yata, striker gurney. When, when, yes. the, when the barangay ambulance carried me to the hospital, they didn't charge me. I don't think Lifeline will do that. Eh. <laughs> 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 well, you, you, you tell the, our, our viewers that it's a private thing. That, you know. Yeah, yeah, how do we, we subscribe to that? Yeah, yeah. So we actually have different I'll explain just really quickly the kind of models that we do. So if you, we are Lifeline, like as mentioned earlier, it's a private company, yeah. but we do offer memberships to people. Typically, our client base is generally older, so more senior citizens. Oh, Aris, <laughs> <laughs> Not trying to name any names yet or anything like that, but we charge, uh, 
We charge 2,000 pesos a year yeah. in membership fee. And with that, you get free use of the ambulance um, in any type of emergency. 2,000 a year? How much is it? How much? Yeah, 2,000 a year. Oh, my God. Wow. 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 Yeah, yeah. For 2,900 rider listeners and, and viewers, 3,000 a year. <laughs> Two thousand. Oh. <laughs> my cut, my cut, my commission. <laughs> if you buy it through, sir, yeah. If you buy, it. it's very reasonable. You, that's you, that's you, reasonable. You send, you send me an application, Alex. I'll fill it up right away. <laughs> I'll message you later, sir. But the problem Mark, is, mo na kami. Alam mo, boss. Ano parang ano yun? Parang insurance yun. Yeah. You want to have it, but you don't want to use it. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. In fact, oh, we have so, we have so many members. We have so many members every single day. They call us and they complain that they don't want to renew because they didn't have to use it. Bro, that's a good thing. Yeah, yep, that's, yep. that's the goal, right? That you don't have to use <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Kenori <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was asking how to apply. Yeah. Um, you yeah. can either go to you can go to our website uh, www.lifeline.com.ph. Um, you can apply on through there. You can message our Facebook page. One of our Someone from our membership team will contact you, and but we just want to put it out there first. It's not available nationwide, which might be a turnoff for riders. But we wanted to yeah, say that yeah. up front, just so we don't, you know, make it seem like you know we're trying to hide anything. I know a lot of riders will typically go out of town because it's not that nice if you want to do a long ride in Metro Manila, right? So you'll go either to Antipolo or you know go south, go north, go wherever. So we're not in all those areas yet. But if you're looking for something for your parents or something, even for you, if you're riding as a daily commute to work, then I think a Lifeline membership is well worth it. Genorio uh, is asking about the Cavite area. Is that covered? We have some parts of Cavite. Um, if you give me one second, I can actually come up with the full, with the full thing of what we do in Cavite. And then I, I'm going to ask for Mark Song. Uh, how about the Rizal, uh, Marilake, Martesem area? We cover um, Tanay and Antipolo. Yeah, and Mark, kami sa I'll ride with you if you get this. <laughs> yeah. Here, here, here's the here's the list. San Pedro. These are outside of NCR. Is yeah, San yeah. Pedro Laguna, Bacoor, Cavite, Taytay, Kainta, Antipolo, Rizal, and uh, San, uh, then parts of Bulacan as well. But I know also Alex. Some of your ambulance are you know stationed in the. Big schools, diba? Nakasa, naka, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Nakastay sila sa big schools. Doon lang sila nakastandby. I see some of them. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, so we have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of deals uh, with different areas. So if you go to BGC, there's a Lifeline Ambulance Station there. If you go to Rockwell, there's a Lifeline Ambulance Station there. A lot of villages as well. And what these villages do is that they approach us for memberships. And with that, they get covered completely everywhere in their village. If anyone has an accident, they don't have to pay anymore. If you're a resident of that village, if you're in this area, it's completely covered. But that's because they have that prior arrangement with us. So hopefully we can cover as many people as possible in the future. Kailan ka last nag-joyride? Alam mo yung may kasama ka, sobrang tawa lang kayo ng tawa, sabaw yung usapan nyo, kahit saan kayo dali ng trip nyo, ayos lang. Tapos biglang tatahimik, lalalim yung usapan, magiging intellectual, emotional... 
Ngayon, kahit stuck ka mag-isa sa bahay, sa traffic, sa trabaho, pwede ka nang sumabay sa Joyride of Intellectual Wall Conversations sa podcast kong Sabayan with Victor, produced by Podcast Network Asia. Sabay na sa Sabayan with Victor. Uh, I, I'm just going to read a couple of the comments. Uh, one, I think you guys touched on earlier, uh, Johnny and Alex. Uh, Lance Sipon asked, just want to ask, if the medic tries to help, but the victim did not make it, is the medic safe from going to jail? That's what we said in the Good Samaritan Law. But usually kasi here in the Philippines, hindi naman sila natutuluyan. I mean, hindi naman sila liable in a way. But then, hindi natin masisi kung, kung uh, if uh, the family of the patient will sue. No? So possible din yun. So hopefully, sana maging batas tong Good Samaritan Act. And the same thing with the EMS law. I mean, EMS uh, system, council, sana magkaroon din. So it will uh, provide emergency medical services uh, sa local government. Sana, sana magawa. I mean, this, this Congress. May bill naman tayo para dyan. Eh. Yun, sana lang. Magbabonet ako pag ano, magsisave ako ng lives para di ako makilala. <laughs> uh, Coach Motoclyde, pwede magpa-certified instructor. Currently certification ko from Saudi pa. Saudi Heart Association. Meron nice. tayo sa Philippine Heart Association. So, Philippine para, Heart Association does it. If he's trained already, is there like a test? Uh, siguro mag... Uh, yeah, parang may test siya. And then at the same thing, every three years, they have to renew it. Even doctors have to renew it from the Philippine Heart Association. Yung certification nila ng BLS. Okay, so, alright. And may magandang yeah. point si Coach Clyde. They have a road captainship uh, module in their training. And sabi niya, all our road captains are mandatory to have a first aid kit. Uh, you know what? That's great. I think that's incredibly important um, that when you do organize a ride, if not you, but you got to make sure that not just that, you know, you have the tools and spare parts, but somebody has to have the first aid part covered, Right. Definitely. Actually nga, dapat dyan, sir, iba, lahat marunong ng first aid. Lahat. Yeah. Oh, kasi paano pag ako ang na-aksidente, who's going to treat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wala na, babay na. <laughs> That's so, a good point. Yeah. So on that, on that note, Buck, tapos ka na, Maki, myself, Aris, pa-recertify tayo. Yeah. Para, we're responsible riders, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you Tapos know, Aris, kailangan niya na subscription. Hindi, ganito ha. I'm I'm looking for, uh, you know, retirement job because, you know, dito Aris is, uh, you know, may edad na, you know, I think Alex knows. <laughs> ano eh. edad da? Sa, 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 ano, sa, sa abroad, sa abroad, in demand yung first aiders eh. I mean, yeah, actually, yeah. Being, an EM, being an EMT, um, actually, one of the things that we pride ourselves in Lifeline as well is that if you become an EMT and you work uh, here locally, even for just two to three years, you can go abroad almost yeah. straight away. It's in demand. Oh, yeah. You can go. I can. 
Yeah, it's I super in demand. You can... Did you did you go abroad, Sajani? No, no, there. Hindi pero marami akong friends na yun. Yeah, 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 Alimbawa, sa mga oil fields? Yeah. Sa mga, ano? Sa mga oil company? That's a good return job. Laki ng kinikita nila. Yeah. So, ano, ipilan nyo na ako, ha? <laughs> And also, I mean, I would argue Aris, uh, compared to the rest of us, would be best suited for this job because he's already closer to death, eh. I mean, kami ba? Mahaba pa. We still have a couple, you know, a couple more decades. Paikli na. So, okay na sa kanya mag-risk ng life niya eh to save other people. Alam mo ba yung kasabihan na masamang damo? Ang masamang damo, masarap daw i-rollyo. Yun yun. <laughs> wait, ano? Oh, ano? wait, Mark. Tanong ka rin kailan. Mark is inside here. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, I remember your dad, Alex, trained and became an ambulance driver. That's well, first true. off, That's who's true. your dad? Um, you have a ver- very memorable last name. Uh, and yeah, did he train to be an ambulance driver? Yeah, so uh, my dad's uh, James Deacon, uh, bona fide influencer these days, but uh, former Ogawa for life, <laughs> yeah, most comfortable chair ever. Yep, <laughs> give him the sales pitch now. Nah. Uh, <laughs> um, he actually did, he um, he trained for that. Part of one of the new segments that he had to do is he had to work. As an ambulance driver in Lifeline. So he trained for that. He did a course. Since he wasn't actually touching the patients, he didn't have to do the full EMT course, but he did a road safety course, did the basic first aid. And for about a week, he drove a Lifeline ambulance. And you can't imagine like the type of stories, the type of runs that he had to go to. And I think this was, this was a long time ago. Like 10 years ago. And the amount of people... I mean, it's getting better now. But even just before, and I'm sure you also noticed this, Sir Johnny, some cars just don't move out of the way. Exactly. You're driving, you're beeping them now, and even if they have space to move over to the side, they just don't want to go. Mm-hmm. And even before, um, what was a big problem, I'm sure it's still common now, is that the cars tailgate you. If you're cutting in through traffic, cars will try and go and follow you just like that, right behind. We actually train our, our drivers sometimes. If they're really going, if they're really tailgating you fully, and you've given them the warnings, which is to brake hard multiple times. Just brake very hard. And like you like don't even worry if they if they hit you, if they touch you, if it's actually endangering the safety. It's more important to get the patient there than it is to get bumped and you know taken out of action by someone just trying to follow you around. You know, that's a really interesting point. Um, on a motorcycle. Because, I mean, obviously, and um, I, I, I've driven abroad in other countries where they, they're very, very strict uh, when yeah. it comes to ambulances. And sometimes in the Philippines, uh, you, it's nice to see more and more people parting. And it's getting better now, for sure. It's getting better now. If you're on a motorcycle, are there things that you can do that will help the ambulance? Or should you just let them be and do their jobs? Because I've seen motorcycle riders trying to be good Samaritans and kind of, 
you know, waving cars aside so that the ambulance can get by? Or should you just, you know, kind of pull over, let the ambulance pass, and then go about your business? Personally, I believe it's best to let it um, let them go and just make it as simple as possible for them to reach the um, reach their patient. But so, Johnny, what do you think? What's your, yeah, what's your opinion we don't on that? encourage it. We really don't encourage it. Uh, we're being uh, escorted by motorcycle. But then again, misang kasi yung traffic talaga, no? So they could go to the corner para mapatakbo kagat yung car. So free yeah. flowing of traffic. Yun lang. Pero we don't encourage it really. Uh, na escorting those uh, ambulances. Because ano yan eh? Uh, it's a formula for danger. I mean, accident din. Uh, you add complications, thing. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have the best intentions, but the... The road to hell is paved with good intentions, <laughs> exactly. right? You it, get it into happens a lot, huh? trying to help an ambulance. You're causing more, or worse, if you cause an accident that delays the ambulance exactly. further. Uh-huh. So just don't take the risk. Yeah. Pero may training ng ano ambulance driving ah sa Tesla from the government. They have this NC2 training for ambulance driver, you know, fire truck driver, ganon. The same thing. Mayroong training yan. Johnny, patanong lang. Our, ano yung pinaka-common hmm. injuries ng mga riders para man they crash? Abrasion lang. Ano lang. May gasgas lang. Yun lang. Yan, yung common injury. Uh, worse siguro magkaroon, I mean, uh, katulad yung recently, di ba? Mayroong na-aksidente, bumagsak. Pagbagsak ng pasyente, nakahiga, hindi nakita, nadaga, nadaanan ng bus. Oh my God, yeah. Oh, that's uh, labas ang puso. Uh, yeah. Tumitibok-tibok. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, eh, yung, ano, yung mga risk. I mean, uh, hopefully, pag ganun talaga, kaya nga you have to tayo ka agad kung kaya mo tumayo. Kabi ka na ka agad. Yeah. Pero the usual common is uh, abrasion, gas-gas. Alam. I mean, mabalian ka, fracture, konti, meron siguro. Pero mostly, uh, abrasion. Yeah, on uh, on life on lifelines and um, since we covered the um, the highways as well, so lifeline is the ambulance station for the Skyway, for the SLX, the EAX, and Galax. We see those are that's where the accidents are typically higher speed. So yeah, for for in Metro Manila, it's typically just abrasions, basic stuff. But we also see a lot of head injuries, a lot of actually like body injuries, and you couldn't imagine some of the the stories that our EMTs have told us about the kind of cases that they've run, like that they've seen. Off-road na lang tayo, Buck. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, before we wrap up, we're, we're here hitting one hour. I, I have one other question. We talked about what riders should do if they see an ambulance. And Buck, myself, and, and uh, Aris have already gotten trained and I want to be trained again. If you're not trained, and you see a motorcycle accident. If you haven't gone through the Lifeline first aid certification, what should you do? First and foremost, it's call for help. A lot of people, it seems like a common thing to say, but the amount of people who just see something happen and then just walk away is astoundingly high. If you just know how to call and who to call, you're already you're, you're well on your way to doing good. Yeah, uh, Johnny, what do you think? The same, the same. Call for help, talaga. And then, uh, if uh, 
siguro pinaka the best you control the traffic para hindi masagasaan din pasyente kung, yeah. kung sakasakali I mean you have to block it anyway so depende uh, that's the best thing call for help talaga you have to wait for the professionals I have another question do you also have a training on crowd control kasi parang lalo na yung mga kumukuha ng video do you do you tell them na oy guys keep distance or oy wag niyo muna kunan ng video lalo na yung mukha or yung they're in a miserable Tama. situation is that part of your training Tama. is that part of your training actually kami kapag kami may ambulance kami dala tinatakpan talaga namin pasyente we don't show it i mean and then at, as much as possible if we could treat it sa loob ng ambulance do namin ito treat sa loob ng ambulance at least there's no video they they couldn't be seen walang maselang bahagi ng kanilang katawan na makikita so sa loob ng ambulance mismo pagkaya naman then we have to load na diretso na sa hospital nearest hospital kaya importante rin yun yung hospital na pagdadalhan <laughs> sino ba yung pumipili noon yung victim o kayo yung pagdadalhan kapag walang usual kasi sa amin sa mga volunteer We, may, meron kasi nangyayari sa amin yung naka-hostage kami. Especially if walang kasama yung victim. Uh, hindi kami pinapaalis un, unless may kasama na yung 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 uh, victim. So basically, kadalasan po sa mga public hospital. For example, in QC, ISAF, orthopedic, depende sa case niya. Kung tingin may bale, orthopedic. No? ISAF, Jose Reyes. Pero kung mismo victim, conscious naman, at sinabi niya, ah, dali mo ako sa ano, sa St. Luke's. Nadali namin St. Luke's. So, the victim could request naman uh, with, uh, which hospital she wanted to go. Alright. I'm gonna... Pag, I'll go back. Pag si Johnny Uy ang nag-rescue sa akin, <laughs> pwede ba ako mag-request? Johnny Uy, ano? Yes, drive, drive through muna tayo sa Burger King. Pwede. <laughs> pwede. Pwede. Pwede yan. Pwede yan. No, so we, we we we've tackled a few kind of dark things today, no. But uh, again, it's all in aid for making us more responsible and better riders. I want to end the show on a, on a high note, and I want to ask Alex and Johnny, um, what's the most rewarding thing about what you guys are doing, uh, Alex? Um, are you, are you guys familiar with how it works? Um, for when you learn, for when you learn any type of martial art, um, it's typically the kind of people who know how to fight that generally never want to actually get into a bar fight, get into a street fight. The ones who are actually trained and the ones who actually go through this, they've, they're never the ones who want to do it. And I think that's what we're trying to do with first aid and what we're trying to bring over to our biker guard programs is that if you're actually more aware of what happens, if you know the kind of injuries that can happen, if you know how to treat it, As a result, you're less likely to, number one, be more dangerous on the road. You're less likely to, you know, cut people off. You're, you're, you'd rather be a safer driver because you know the risks now. And I think that's what we're trying to do. It, it's not just, you know, to do a course or to do this. It's to educate the entire riding public and to change the whole mindset. If you can make one person understand how it works and the dangers of it, you can eventually get to everyone. It'll take time, but for me, that's the most rewarding part. Yon. But if I knew all the risks with riding, I'd never ride. So ignorance, <laughs> um, it, it's good to be a little ignorant. Maybe <laughs> you know? When you're starting. When you're starting. 
That's why you have to train. Di ba? Sabi nga ni correct. Sir Aris, you have to train. Correct, correct. <laughs> Ikaw, Johnny, what's the most rewarding part about being uh, Aris's guardian angel? <laughs> Hindi. Alam mo ba, ako yung experience ko sa fire, actually more on sa fire, hindi sa pagiging medic. No? Yung sa fire, one time we have this fire, sa, ano, sa mga shanties, puro mga squatters area. We call it informal settlers. So what happened is, this fire, ubus ang bahay niya. Sunog na sunog. Ubus. Pero alam mo to the point, paglabas namin doon sa fire scene, nakita niya kami, umutang pa siya sa kapitbahay niya ng soft drinks para lang mapainom kami. Yun yung parang pinaka-heartwarming sa akin. Alam mo, wala sila. Until now, nakatatak sa akin. Dahil uh, walang-wala sila, but still, they were so happy that we uh, responded to them. At uh, even though nasunugan sila. Kaya yun yung tumatak sa akin until now. Kaya parang iba yung hinahanap kong uh, satisfaction. Correct. Kapag ka nakakatulong, nakakatuwa. Kasi walang-wala eh. Inutang pa nila sa kapitbahay nila sa... Sari-sari store para lang mapainumin kami. Yun lang. I mean, that's the most rewarding thing. Soft drinks lang katapat. <laughs> Say thank you. Tuwan-tuwa kami. Mga volunteer kami. Tuwan-tuwa kami. Mababaw ang kaligayahan namin. <laughs> There's a lot of crappy things you can say about Filipinos. no? Uh, but honestly, the farther away you are from the metro, the less people they have, the more generous they are. Yeah. yeah. It, it's crazy, and you learn that as a rider, no? Kung nasa bundok ka, and all they have is like a kalabaw and a, and a nipahat, pare, they'll give you whatever food they have, man. And yeah, that's why matabakas market. namin yung pagkain nila, eh. On that note, any words of wisdom that you guys want to impart on our uh, podcast and live stream listeners. Uh, Alex. If you guys are interested in anything we talked about today, uh, you can either message me directly. Um, you can message my Facebook or you could go to our Lifeline page, either the Lifeline 16911 or the Lifeline EMS Academy and inquire about how you can take the course, how you can get educated and how you can learn to be a hero. Yon. Be a hero. I like that. Be a hero. <laughs> yeah. Like Johnny Hoy. So any any uh, words of wisdom, Johnny? Ay, sorry. Uh, words of wisdom. Uh, it's not too late to learn. Katulad ni Aris. No? It's not too late to learn. Hindi, uh, <laughs> 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 kasi it's a life skill eh. It's a life skill. Yeah. When I yeah. teach us before sa isang school, even mga kasambahay nila tinuturuan namin ng BLS. Why? If yeah. something happened to their to their to their boss, to amo nila, nasabi natin obese, etc. Worst come to worst, hopefully ma-revive siya nung nung kasambahay. So it's a life skill talaga that everybody should learn. Everyone, 'di ba? Everyone should learn those uh, uh, basic life support, first aid, etc. So, merong merong story yan eh. Nung malaman ng boss niya na natuto siyang mag-ano, mag-BLS, uh, you know what? Tinaasa ng sahod niya. Yung kasambahay na yun, tinaasa ng sahod wow. niya. Kaya yeah. nakakatuwa. I mean, uh, one of the ano yan, uh, stories na true story yan. True story yan. So, okay. <laughs> I'm sold. I'm sold. Uh, I'm envious that Bucks got uh, certification. Aris, pa-recertify tayo. 
Oo. Hindi, alam nyo, tama sila, ano eh, Johnny and Alex. Hindi porkin kumuha ka 10 years ago, yun na yun eh. You have to... Uh, yes, so, nababago yan eh. Yeah. Binabago yan. The pressure course. Makakalimutan nyo oh. kasi hindi all the day may, may nire-respond ka na victim yun. Makakalimutan mo yan. Tsaka iba na nung araw. Yup, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ngayon, iba na rin ang, ang, ang approach. <laughs> but, but pag mga matatagal na panahon ng topic, si Aris tinitingnan mo. Pero Johnny, 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 yung, 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 yung mouth-to-mouth resuscitation, hindi nagbabago yun, ano? <laughs> hindi na ginagamit yun. Hindi, hindi na ginagamit yun, Aris. Hindi na magagamit yun. Ginagamit no, na yun ang ginagamit na yun ang ginagamit na Basically, hindi na mouth-to-mouth kasi merong uh, baka mahawa tayo. Yeah. Diba? Due to pandemic. Hindi ko alam yun. No? Wala na pala nun. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Kaya nga nababago yan. Every five years, binabago. Yeah, yeah. Binabago ng PHA. On our part, ha, PHA. Philippine Heart Association. Every five years, nagkakaroon ng revision. Ayan. Tsaka hindi na nga staying alive ang kinakanta pag nagsisipiar eh. <laughs> Iba na, may mga modern songs na sila. Actually, meron naman. Oh. Meron, meron. Mo. <laughs> may kakaiba. Meron din yung sa Star Wars, pwede rin yun. <laughs> Alright. On that note, again, you guys are awesome. You guys save lives. And, and I agree with what Aris said earlier in the show. It's about time we had some sensible people on the show. And, uh, buti may, na, may naloko tayo. Maraming naloko gagalit natin. Hindi. Hindi nila alam kung ano yung show kasi natin. Oo nga. Hindi, alam niya. Alam ni Johnny. Pero ganun ka ba it's Johnny? Sanay na ako. Sanay na ako. Sanay na ako. Nag-aaway na naman tayo niyan. Swerte. Swerte pala sila Malu at sila Raymond. Yeah. Kapit five. Ah, oh, Nipot na tayo doon sa subdivision nila, pare. Yeah. Alright, and that was our episode. Ivan, take us out. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.